All right. So here we are. This is Obscure Broadcasting's podcast, Famous Last Words. I'm Andrew Alden. Jacob Belmonte. I'm Hillary. Jacob Belmonte. I'm Hillary Shapiro. Okay, good job, guys. We have appreciated everyone that's logged in to watch on YouTube, on Stitcher, on Apple Music, or even on SoundCloud. So we appreciate your watching and your dedicated watching and listening and on YouTube, as Jacob just pointed out. Um, Today we're going to be talking about bad movies, something that I know is near and dear to your heart and your heart. Um, So let's get it going. What's the when you when I say bad movie that you like? And it can't be the room. We're gonna like exclude the room from contention. Okay. What's a bad movie that you guys think of? Are you saying bad in the sense of guilty pleasure or bad like it's just awful? Well, I think there's two. You know, like as you said, there's two scales there. So let's like a movie that you've watched more than once that's just awful. I mean, there's a lot. Food fight. You ever see Foo Fight? Never seen. I never even heard the of the 2001 Fight. classic with Charlie Sheen and Hilary Duff. They never got made. Wait, you can't you can't name a movie that didn't get made. No, it got made, but it was okay. So there's a whole story behind it. So in 2001, same year Shrek was coming out, Larry Kasanoff. Are you saying Shrek is a terrible movie? No, Shrek's a great movie. That's the point of the story. Thank God. So Larry Kasanoff, Mortal so, Kombat. Save the narrative. Yeah. Mortal Kombat, all that was starting his own animation studio. I forget the name right now, but. In 2001, he was starting to make Food Fight, which was supposed to be the biggest like animation competitor. If you look at like the final footage of it finished, it actually looks pretty cool. But what happened is, in a case of, I forget what they called it, but basically they assumed that a rival animation studio came in and stole all their footage. And basically they lost their final cut of the whole movie and had to use all of their test animation piece it together and finish the movie that way mm. and mind you the whole movie is a giant product placement because it takes place in a supermarket so it's about like food brands essentially. so what do you call this movie a uh, sausage party oh no wait, you said it was food, food fight, fight. Oh, okay all right all right um so non-hillary duff charlie sheen vehicles aside hillary all right that was all right um so Anyone who knows me knows that I have, like, a really bizarre obsession with sharks. I think, Andrew, I've probably annoyed you with this several hundred times. Um, Deep Blue Sea, gotta say it. I'll watch it over and over. It's a terrible movie, but I will watch that movie. Great movie. Great movie. I feel like that falls into a similar category for me. It's not necessarily aquatic shark-based horror, um, but that I will watch any action movie. And I mean any action movie because you could always do work during an action movie. So I've seen both Olympus Has Fallen and Olympus Has Fallen 2, London <laughs> London Edition. Okay. And then I've seen all the Expendable movies. They are fantastic mm. to sit around. And if you're doing work, because you can only like watch one scene every half hour and the plot doesn't lose a beat. I feel like it's just like a more, isn't the Expendable movies just like a more action-based Tropic Thunder in a sense? N- no, they're not. Oh, in oh that's joke. a bad movie. I do love. I gotta say, gotta I, say it. So what? The, Terrible. The, so that, bad. It's so bad. That, that's part of the frat pack, right? Yeah. The, those movies. Oh, I, right, hate right. All, I hate every frat pack movie. Like Euro Trip. I've never seen Euro Trip. Yeah, that's a, probably another trash movie. I'd probably say I do did enjoy back in the day. It's like. Look up, like, the script for it. I don't want to read the script for it. <laughs> All right, let, let, okay. What? Because <laughs> you can tell a bunch of, like, college oh, bros well. wrote it in their fucking frat. 
I'm not reading the script to your trip. Nobody's reading that script, Jacob. Not now. Probably not ever again. Starship Troopers, number one. Number two, Demolition Man. Isn't it in Demolition Man like they don't have sex in the future and they like they sit use, around and, like, like orgasmatrons? Yeah. 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 Uh, so Woody and Allen Taco did that in Bell. the 70s. And, and Taco Bell is like... Isn't Arnold Schwarzenegger president? Or wasn't he president? Like they go to like President Arnold Schwarzenegger's... I forget. I think, I think that that's... That sounds right though. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that movie. I think Demolition once. Man predicted the future. Yeah, which is after Donald Trump gets in, you know what? We're gonna have Arnold. They tried to bank that in too. I think Demolition Man made its budget back significantly so, but I think they also tried to make um, Judge Dredd around the same time, another yeah. vehicle for Sylvester Stallone. But have either of you seen the Keith Urban Dread movie? <laughs> I've not. The Country Star? Yeah. It sounds kind of hilarious. It's phenomenal. It's so so good. Wait, so it's Keith <laughs> Urban as Judge Dredd? Yeah. He never takes the mask off, so but it's so so good. What year? It's like two thousand fifteen or fourteen. Have you seen that? Alex Garland directed it. Yeah. Yeah. Never. I've heard mm-hmm. of it. I've yeah, the director it. of uh, Ex Machina directed the Dread. Wild. It's it's so good. I'm gonna have um, to watch it. What happened? Why? What do you mean? It's I don't know. Like the the original. How do you sucks. go from that to Ex Machina? I, I, I don't. No, they're both really good. I'm saying well, that Ex Machina is really good. I'd... Dread is great. I have but to watch it. You're, yeah, you're. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. just in disbelief that Keith yeah, Urban was in a film. In such disbelief, you won't talk into the microphone. Jacob, come on, man. Okay, so if you had to pick a guilty pleasure movie, what would be a good? What's your guilty pleasure movie? I know Hillary, you like movies about tidal waves in the. Uh, All right, no, I, I've got a Nicky Cage one for you guys. Okay, a Nicky Cage one. Um, eight Nikki, millimeter. Eight millimeter. You guys ever seen mm, that movie? No. Really dark, really seedy, really disturbing. Not a funny Nicolas Cage movie. There's no comedic relief in that movie. So if you want to go like not laughing with Nicolas Cage or add Nicolas Cage, probably not your movie. What What is your favorite Nicolas Cage movie? My favorite Nicolas Cage movie? Um, that's a good question. Because there's like Nicolas Cage when he's trying to be a real actor. There's the Cage Rage, <sighs> and then there's like the post Cage Rage. Like like my actual favorite Nicolas Cage film, or like my favorite bad Nicolas Cage film. <laughs> Aren't they all great? Like Wicker okay, Man. Are we talking Wicker Man here? Are we talking like Ghost Rider no, no, no. here? Like, I'm what, like, like what are we talking about? Raising Arizona. Here? That's a great movie. Oh, Raising yeah, Arizona great. is a good one. Yeah. yeah. When you hear him talk about like how he prepared for that role, it's just great. What's your favorite bad Nicolas Cage movie? Bad. Oh, shit. Um, has there ever been a bad performance by Nicolas Cage? Knowing. <laughs> um, I have to say. I've never seen Nicolas Cage in a film where I did not, like, where I hated his performance. USS Indianapolis. Never seen it. There's you said al- something about National Treasure earlier. Oh, I love National Treasure. I think both National Treasure <laughs> movies are indeed National Treasures. Um, I think that the thing that makes, particularly the first one, really great is um, that it, well, it's, it's this concept called intertextuality. <laughs> Uh, and the term intertextuality means that, like, when we watch a trailer for, uh, like, a new Star Wars movie and we see, like, the green lightsaber from Return of the Jedi, our brains go, ah, oh, I have such an emotional connection to that because I remember it. It connects to all these memories. But uh, the thing that National Treasure has, it has an intertextuality connection to, <clears throat> like, history. So we, like, oh, we see, like, the little tr- pyramid with, like, the all-seeing eye on top, and it's like, oh, that's on every bill, you know? Like, so that's what makes that movie great. And also, could the same thing be said the for... the Declaration of Independence. Could the same thing for what you're saying with... What was it called? Inter-what? 
intertextuality. Could the same thing be said for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, it's the same kind That's of That's the first thing that popped in my head as soon as you right. said that. Because when, you know the scene in uh, in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and he's in the mall and, yeah. and, and Beethoven is playing all the keyboards? The joke is that he's playing something that we already know to be one of his great hits of, of all time, you know, one of his master compositions. Mm-hmm. The joke isn't... I mean, that's part of the joke. Yeah. That's what makes it really funny. So, yeah, it's totally a thing. Uh, this has been uh, an exceedingly silly episode, but we always end these um, with a... Oh, a great a great bad movie is definitely Equilibrium, but anyway. Um, I was just thinking of Sean Bean and, like, movies that Sean Bean gets killed in, and that's definitely one of the better ones. Um, so we always end these with a, a recommendation. So I think in the spirit, let's not recommend something, something that we think people should avoid, like the plague. Um, Jake, do you want to go first? Something people should avoid at all costs. Oh God. Um, the nun I saw that was garbage. I, it's just like, it's one of those movies where you pay, even if you pay full attention, you don't know what's happening. You don't know what any of the characters are saying. But also, I haven't seen all the con- like the Conjuring film universe Cinematic thing, universe, cinematic yeah. universe. So I don't know if I was missing things, but I don't think I was at all because I didn't know what the fuck was going on at all. So you're not going to recommend the Nun? Yes, and also the Snowman, <laughs> the Michael Fassbender movie. Trash. Trash. First, like Harry Holden, do it for you. The first hour is literally just Fassbender waking up drunk in random places throughout the film, and you don't know why or why it has any connection to the film other than to establish that he is a severe alcoholic. The thing I wondered about that movie was it kind of like a bad remake of David Fincher's um, uh, uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. All I could think about during The Snowman was, like, it felt like they lost half the movie, and it was like Food Fight, where they just had to piece it together to make a movie. Did a rival studio come and steal the... uh... (laughs) By referencing something earlier in the episode, now Chris definitely can't edit around this. Um, so, uh, so you're you're not going to recommend the Snowman, the Michael Fassbender on a bender, and you're not going to recommend uh, the the Nun. Yes. And you're gonna have none of that. Okay, go ahead. None of it. Um, I you know Jake kind of stole mine. My friend dragged me to see the Nun. It was trash. Like trash. it was just an abomination. It was nothing like the Conjuring movies, not even a little bit close. It's like they just completely dropped the okay, ball. Okay, so as someone who has seen the Conjuring Simac universe, what was your thoughts on it compared to the other They didn't Conjuring's? even try. They were just like, all right, well, let's take this movie. We'll have, like, one character that, like, kind of showed up in the other ones, and we're just going to make it just, like, silly and stupid and just terrible. And, like, that's what happened with that one. But, um, so my... <laughs> My movie, sorry, Andrew, I hate to do this to you, but do you remember that movie you tried to show Chris and I, and it was like... Kronos? God, that movie... You can't talk about Kronos, you didn't even finish it. Exactly. So, I mean, very rarely does that happen. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. But maybe I should just watch it again. So, so Camille, let's take on a... So, so Hillary's... I'm going to go with this one. Wait, let's go back to Nikki Cage. Hold on, wait a minute. I'm going to say, skip the Wicker Man and just watch the trailers or like the videos that people make of that movie on YouTube because it's going to be way better than actually having to sit through the Wicker Man. <clears throat> it was awful. Like the remake, not good. So Don't see it. Just watch the like the spoof videos on YouTube. So I, I, I have to go be uh, contrarian and I say everyone has to go see The Nun immediately <laughs> because if that movie doesn't make back its budget, we won't get another one. So we, uh, we need another one. 
Um, World does not need more of that. So, just kidding. I haven't seen The Nun. I don't go see horror movies. Um, because I'm scared. That's not true. What? 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 Uh, um, What's your favorite horror Get back movie? behind the cloud. <laughs> um, my favorite horror movie? Yeah. Suspiria. Or Alien. If we, count Alien. if we count Alien as a horror movie, then it's Alien. Is Suspiria on the list? Our list. You know the list. We can't keep talking to people off the camera. <laughs> all right, all right, you know the list. Okay, so I'm not going to recommend the following movie. And it's a little bit old, and it's kind of <laughs> past the boat here. But do not go see Suicide Squad. It's some oh rank- racist, honky-ass oh bullshit. Um, and I think they're probably going to make another one, which is just scary. It's an abomination. Um, they didn't learn, They didn't learn. <laughs> the only way that the... the I'm offended, actually. The only way that, that the DC movies can, like write the ship at this point is if they have a either a, a african-american superman or african-american batman is the only way that they can they have to go different to to even salvage what they've got going on um but that's it for us this has been bad movies uh i don't know this is kind of a fun one uh it's not very serious but uh talk about movies that are just complete garbage uh much like your ankle tattoo um, so, Ooh, savage. uh, we are going to wrap this up here. So if you have, if you like us, like that smash button, smash that like button. Um, we kind of show my tit. I can't do it. Okay. We'll get it cut in. Um, we'll get it cut in. Uh, we also have another podcast where me and my brother Evan talk about sports and culture called small brains, big picks. Um, both of them are coming out on a small brains, big picks. Um, both of them coming out on a reg- semi-regular basis. So, Keep an eye out for obscure broadcasting stuff coming out in the future. Um, as always, I've, I'm Andrew Alden. Say your name. Jacob Belmonte. <laughs> I'm Hilary Shapiro. And uh, this has been by far the most scatterbrained episode ever. So, uh, bye. <laughs>